The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? Feels like it's better, it's better with you. My life, it's better, it's better with you. This is true, it's better, it's better with two. My life, it's better with you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin Tyler McElroy. What's poppin', Trav Nation? It's Griffin here, the little guy. What up, lovers? It's your boy, Travis McElroy. What up, Trav Nation? Woof, woof, woof. Ah! I'm not even in the mood for a Valentine's Because it's Valentine's thing. Day, I'm lovers. Mood. I'm not even in the mood for a Valentine's thing. Put your glasses back on. Also. I'm cleaning yeah, them. Like no, I don't like that. <laughs> I was cleaning them for one brief glasses moment on. so that I could see glasses my off. lovers. Sometimes, hair Travis. Up. Glasses off, Some- hair up. Sometimes... One of us pretends to be sad at the intro. The fact that you didn't even recognize yeah, that. Yeah, Trav, you just barreled right on through. Barrel Love right doesn't acknowledge sadness. sadness. Griffin, what's wrong? That's what it says in the first Corinthians. Yeah. Griffin, what's wrong? Thanks, Justin. Well, I guess the main issue, this is, this boop, 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 boop. That's people typing on their keyboards. This is Dune 2 watch. What's wrong? Um... And you know I've been fucking stoked about this one since. Yeah, I saw you've been the last... doomed to clown for a while. I've been doomed to clown ever since I saw the last movie in the series, which was called Wonka, which was weird. Yeah, <laughs> I thought. Um, and I'll be honest; some of the recent events have taken some of the wind out of my sails. Is all I'm going to say about it. No, so that's all I'm going to say about it. Some recent Dune based events have really taken the the wind out of my sails. What's Griffin? What's wrong? What happened? You know what I'm talking. I don't. Griffin, I have no idea. It? I don't. I mean, people are going to think I'm making a joke about the popcorn bucket when the popcorn bucket actually makes me pretty bummed out, if I'm being honest. Why, Griffin? What's, What's wrong, wrong with the, the what is, I have not the... seen the popcorn bucket. What is this? Justin, show Travis the popcorn bucket. Okay, Travis, give me one second. To so just... he can be sad like I am. That'll be the response that elicits from him. Okay, hold on, hold on one second. Pause, pause show. All right, Travis, let me show it. Let me show it to you. Okay, please do, yeah. So... Okay, loading. So oh, that's boy. What, that's what we're going with. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's what we're going what? with. Waiting for the sadness to kick in. Why does it make you sad, Griffin? This makes me happy to be alive. <laughs> the popcorn bucket. Uh-huh. A lot of people have been doing jokes on some big name comedians yeah. have been making a lot of jokes about the popcorn bucket because they say it looks like a human butthole. Yeah, I was going to um, say, did they model it after Timothy Chalamet's butthole? Is that the no, connection of the movie? See, now we, are sin- now we are sinners. 
Now we are, I am a sinner because I am here with you where the joke was just told, Travis. I want you to think about a few things. Timothy One, doesn't have a butthole. Timothy yeah. Chalmette does smooth not have there. a butthole. Yeah, smooth. smooth down there. He excretes his waste through his tears. pituitary <laughs> gland. His Fremen suit. His Fremen goo. Suit is what I said. What's a Fremen suit? <laughs> the Fremen suit recycles the water because not a drop of rain ever falls on a racket. Read a fucking book. It doesn't say what <laughs> the book, book. <laughs> specifically the book, <laughs> Frank, Frenchie yeah. Herbert's Dune. I d- and I doesn't say what the suit does to the poop. Did anyway, you say Frenchie Herbert? <laughs> that's what I call him. <laughs> Number two, the Dune guys worked. The Dune guys worked so hard on this fucking flick, guys. <laughs> My favorite uh, sci-fi book is uh, uh, I Robot by Ike Asimov. By my buddy, I call him Ike. <laughs> We're like buds. <laughs> Can I tell you what? Listen, buttholeness aside, why were they like, we've got it. We're going to do tan on tan on tan. Yeah, this that's all thing. flesh. flesh. Well, I don't know if you've seen the sandworms of Arrakis. Of course Travis, I have. But they, they are famously quite beige. Yeah. So why go with that option? Uh, yeah, that's another thing to be mad about, Travis. The Dune guys worked so hard on this movie. Mm-hmm. The Dune Bucket guys could have worked harder on the Dune Bucket. Um, number three. This number three. This doesn't look like any butthole I've ever seen. I don't know about you. Guys. It's a stretch. It's it's my he's butt. a little bit like it is they are participating in Am I the Asshole? <laughs> like our version of Am I the Asshole right here? Like it's surrounded by foot, and it's like, guys, no, this was my bit. If you, I don't hey, Gert, want, this is an audio medium I've just remembered. Can you describe yeah. the popcorn? Should people just it get a picture like of a, it? It looks like a uh, the de- the unforgiving desert sands of Arrakis, uh-huh. and from it, a mighty sandworm is blasting out. The sandworm does have sort of natural brick exterior for some reason. Yeah, is that a thing? It makes it so confusing. Guys made of bricks. I don't know. Another area where the dune bucket guys could have put in a little bit more elbow grease. Speaking of elbow grease. Speaking of elbow grease. The design of this bucket makes it so that to get popcorn, you're reaching your hand into the worm's gullet. Which Which is a ring filled with tendrils stretching inwards. But- they want you to want to eat the popcorn, right? Like, oh, you got this movie so fucking long. You gotta have some some yeah, nourishment. Gotta what they created here is like uh the like a school haunted house where they put like peeled grapes inside like a box, and they're like it's witch's eyeballs, and now, like you reach in, and you're like this is good, but it's like hey, get reach in there and get some popcorn. Fuck no. no. The inside of these big dry worms is popcorn. That is actually. That's in Frenchie's work. That's, That's in canon. the canon. That's canon. Just the tendrils, I think, in this case, actually would be pretty great because you can get that popcorn as buttery as you want it to, reach in, grab a fistful, and as you pull your hand out, it is brushed clean by the sandworm's generous mouth. Now, I would like to offer my suggestion for how we could fix this. This is my proposal yes. for the oh pop- popcorn. Oh, my yes. God, Justin. Slam dunk. Please say what's on the screen. It's the gum jabbar. It's a box that you're supposed to put your hand in. Well, the gum jabbar is the needle needle that goes to the neck, Justin. This is the pain box. Okay, but you know what I'm talking about, guys. You know what I'm saying, right? The pain box. When you reach in to get popcorn, an old lady holds a needle to your neck, and she says, like, don't don't take out the popcorn. Don't do it. That's cool. 
That could be cool. Maybe it's there's a spring-loaded needle that when you reach into the popcorn bucket, it snaps into place just a centimeter away from your your artery. Or Only whatever. an animal eats popcorn. Yeah. Man. You guys are having a lot of Dune fun today, and I would love to join you in it. Yeah. I'm realizing, and I want to put this theory out to y'all, okay? Okay. And I'm going to use the word guys here, but it's not gender specific, but it is specific to guys. You know, oh, when I said Dune guys earlier, it was the it was the neutral guys, the neutral guys. So but I see what I'm saying. There's two different kinds of guys. Okay, I want to put this out to you. There's Dune guys. Uh Yeah. And there's Avatar guys. Uh huh. Because I had this thought this morning. You guys are doing a lot of fun Dune stuff and having fun together. When I start doing some really fun Avatar work, and right. you guys can't meet me there because you refuse to even watch the films. What yeah. I'm suggesting is that maybe you're a Dune guy or an Avatar guy, and you That's only cool. have room in your heart for one super bullshit thing. And like, yeah. I think you either have to choose if your like thing is going to be Avatar or it's going to be Dune. Yeah, I mean, what is what is Dune but dry Avatar? Thank you. <laughs> At least we're admitting it. Yeah. I think that's I think that's really good and I also don't know why everyone has to be so nasty all the time. This is a this is it takes a a, a sick mind to see this bucket and say yeah. that's a butthole. My butthole's not 5 inches in diameter and my butthole doesn't <laughs> stick out of my body a Anymore. good 4 inches. Anymore. Anymore. Nonsense. <laughs> Not since that doctor patched me up after the accident. <laughs> doctor Patched fe- Adams. Dr. Patch, Dr. Patch Adams. Adams said, let me get in there, I'll fix it. Dr. Patch Adams Hey, let's all me. laugh at Griffin's butthole until he feels better. <laughs> he laughed at it a lot, but then he tucked and tightened after mm. I fell on that fire hydrant. Yeah. It took it took him from prolapse to prolapse. He's uh, <laughs> yeah. he's having fun. Yeah. Stop being so nasty all the time. This movie's going to be good, and people worked hard on it, and all of that's been pissed away. By and, this one bucket. And, and two thirds of the like show it. is trying to take it really seriously. Yeah, thank and, you. And one third of the show is up on Z-Cron. So Listen, free. Yeah, I would yeah. like to make a suggestion for what I think they should have made the bucket that you reach into to get the popcorn. Yeah, I would share. love to hear, Travis. Yeah, I'm going to share it with you guys on Slack because I don't know how to share it. In Travis, in I'm track. worried that you are about to send us a picture of an asshole. No, I would never do that. Well, no, I mean, I don't know. Gutsy. Okay, so this is... Jason Momoa's head. Yeah. Okay. And he's he's got the Aquaman background and the Ignore Aquaman that. Ignore and that. the Aquaman eyebrows. <laughs> Ignore all that. Okay, I'm okay. more about the open mouth of Jason Momoa. What's the so one now of, he what's would be the, sorry, what's it. the dumb name of his guy? Oh, uh, Duncan Idaho. Duncan Idaho. Thank you. You okay, yeah. Avatar yeah. sucks though, right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> It doesn't suck, does it? I'm just I'm just chronically disinterested in it. It's too wet. Juice. I just I do have one note for Frenchie Herbert. Frenchie, you you were like, uh oh, okay, we've got okay, yeah, Arrakis. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got okay. And uh the main hero of my thing, I'm gonna call him Paul. And his big yeah. strong best friend is named Duncan, <laughs> Duncan Idaho. Idaho. Very good. I love Indiana Jones. Anyways, I think that you should reach into Jason Momoa's big gaping mouth to get yeah. popcorn out. So his head, his face. He's yeah. stretched looking up from the top of the bucket. And you reach yeah. in. We could even put a voice chip in there. Whereas you reach uh-huh. in, you just hear like, That's like a chip. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, love that's that. cool. Yeah. 
right? And that then is... and the bottom is his butthole. And you gotta reach all the way through, just like the real Jason Momoa. Yeah. He, um, he's a straight he's, just, he's a straight line. One he's a tunnel of a man. It's uh two days till Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and I just I wanted to tell you guys, and it's pretty important. I, it's been a while since I've said this to you guys, and I just wanted to say, Riddle me peace, boys. Whoa. Okay, cool. I was worried it might be like a sad libs or something. Like no, it no, had no. the it had the vibe of a sad libs, and I'm I'll I'll take it. You weren't worried that I might say like I love you and appreciate you. I I knew that wasn't gonna happen. Okay, you uh, do do that, just not when we're recording the show. Yeah, I would never capture it in any kind of no, critical yeah. manner. Okay. And I don't need you to. I capture it in my mind. Oh, that's nice. There was a man who wanted to prove his love. Oh, thank you, Diana. Diana sent these in. There was a man who wanted to prove his love to his wife, so he climbed the highest mountain, swam the deepest ocean, and walked the biggest desert. What do you think his wife said? Why did you just, where did you go for a year and a half? Where did you, where, if I wanted to prove my love to my wife, with whom I've sired two children, my, my plans would not involve dipping out for a cross-global excursion that would remove me from the sort of uh, parental equation. Travis, can you read it to me in a normal way, like a normal person? Like so a normal can, voice, yeah, like yeah, Travis's voice. There was a man who wanted to prove his love. Is this not, I can't, hold on. He so, can't turn that switch There was off. a man who wanted to prove his love to his wife. So he climbed the highest mountain, swam the deepest ocean, and walked to the biggest desert. What do you think his wife said? Can you guys do like a Dune joke about it? I was going to do one, but I don't know Dune. Like, because it was walking across a desert. Like, oh, you'd okay. be like... Okay. He's like a mouse in the shadow <laughs> of the moon or Wadid. something. Or... Um, yeah. Well, he walked across the desert and his footsteps, they had to walk irregularly or it would have sown the sandworm, something so like you, that. Yeah. Well, that feels I, a little wordy, but. Okay. <laughs> Griffin, you were dangerously close to thinking oh like the author did. The answer is okay. So he did all this. What do you think his wife said? Nothing. She divorced him for never being at home. Now, I've oh. never been a part of a divorce, but I no. do believe that at some point words must be spoken. Yes. I don't think she said nothing. nothing. <laughs> it would be pretty weird well, if you're I mean, like, hey, honey, and she's like, <laughs> wait, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you moving all your stuff out of the house? <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, okay, but the alternative to that is that legally, to do a divorce, you have to say, I divorce you. Yeah. You you have to, you legally, it's like genie rules. I do think both parties have to sign off on it though, right? Like, it, but not audibly. Actually, now I'm thinking, not audibly. I don't think there's a moment where an officiant says, Do you? Listen, like, guys. Travis, divorce this wife. I let do. Me, <laughs> let me be honest here. I wrote this, I wrote this riddle, yeah. obviously. This, I'm defending this guy. I'm getting it so right for the first time ever, which I'm like, Griffin has become a, a like men's Gordon. riddle activist. He's, he's yeah, in the so, <laughs> so, and that's, I own that. <laughs> it's a big twist. We're all pretty surprised. There is a rest of this, like, she divorced him from never being home. What a jerk, am I right? After he did yeah. all this stuff for After her? After he did all this cool yeah. shit. And he brought her back magnets from all three we, of those we places. Already, we already had cans of pumpkin at home. I, you only use them <laughs> once a year. 
And she, then she called me. She says, hey, while you're at the desert, can you bring home a can of pumpkin? And I'm like, I left the desert already. She's like, can you go yeah. back to the desert? <laughs> and then I posted it on TikTok because I thought it was a slam dunk. Anyways, oh, I'm a stand-up comic. <laughs> Book me for uh, your events. How about a question? Yeah, I would love that, Griff. This is an advice show, of course. Um, and we're going to help. Brothers, Man, I have Jason co-work- Momo is just open on my computer now. Just get him clo- close, Jason. I, we I would can't. S- hey, Siri, close, Jason. Close, Jason. Oh, she heard me. She's doing it. No, Siri, don't kill Jason Momoa. <laughs> okay. okay. Brothers, I have a coworker who's a bit of a slow walker. He leaves the office early as a result. He always says goodbye then to everyone else. I usually respond to him and say goodbye as well. But then I always catch up to him on the way to the parking lot a few minutes later. Do I just do a double goodbye? Do I rudely ignore his first goodbye knowing I'll run into him much later? Do I just go around him entirely to avoid the awkwardness of the situation? That's from parting is such tedious sorrow. Here's what I would do. First time you see him, you give a note. You give him a folded up note. And it's, and you tell him, not yet. And then the next time you see him, you're like, now. now. And they open it and it says, Bye. And then you like, you know what I mean? It's like called shot. I think that would be really slick. Oh, what about see you later? And then when you're running into him, you're like, told you. Oh, that's that's good. cool. That's cool, Trav. That's cool. That is right? good. Until until the first time you don't see them the second time, and then the next day at work, they're like, what the fuck, man? I had my whole evening planned around. I thought when I didn't see you in the hallway, on the way out, you were going to swing by the crib, and we were going to eat chili together. I made chili for us. Yeah. You could do a a goodbye that's like structured to be repeated, like first time, see you later, alligator. Next time, after Wild Crocodile. That's why they came up with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they did that. Hey. It took me way too long into my adulthood to realize uh, I'll see you later, not if I see you first. It's like, if I see you first, I'm going to hide so you don't see me. Where I thought it was like, I'll see you. No, I'll see you because I saw you first. It took me way too long to figure out. It's like, not if I see you first. You're suggesting that when someone says, I'll see you later, and the other person says, not if I see you first, their intention is that they plan on seeing them them and and hiding. Yes, so that they won't be seen. I'll see you later. I don't Not think that's true. No, no. I don't think Travis, I, I've probably said that before and never once have I had the thought of like, well, now I got to creep on Tony. You know Trav, what I mean? Wait, I, you can't. Is this a bit, Trav? Because you can't think that that's what that very common expression means is that. I'm will, not saying that's what it means you now. See me, but this is like when you say bless you and someone sneezes and it used to mean like, because your demons will no, escape. I, I just think it's from like corny corny uncles from in the 50s like coming up with like in the 20s back yeah. when like that was a really bit funny Not, i bet the first time somebody did that everybody was like what yeah, did but, you say not if i see you first fuck that's funny but my reference point for it is like movies right where it's like two combatants two uh, opposing rivals who are like, i've see never you later. heard this. not if i see you first is that? Oh, you're saying that's people not use this it. As a threat? That's simply. <laughs> it is simply not it, it's Travis. That's not what it is. It's simply this. This phrase did not originate in like feudal Japan amongst the shinobi. How confident? <laughs> hey, okay, but just on out of a hundred percent, 
How confident are you guys that I'm you're now right? At 75. When he said it scary like that, there's a part of me that's like, yeah. Okay, no, I refuse. I will not be intimidated by Travis. This is this is hey, why. You're this saying, is wait, Google, Justin, like, you're out of this for a second. Griffin, okay. you're saying you're no 100% you're right. confident yeah. that, you're, you, that I'm wrong and you're right. And uh, listen, I'm going to say yes, Travis, because the stakes of this are possibly low. Yeah. If I'm wrong... Who cares? So yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've I've seen well, not really, because I'm not really online, but I'm sure that there are people who are like, yeah, Darude, Travis, come on. So like, maybe this, this is your Darude. This is my Darude. We this all have your... our Darude within us, and this Conver- is my Darude. Conversations have a beginning, a middle, and an end. They have, yeah. have hello, you're in it, you're locked in, and then they have at the end goodbye, and in between all, those two is. The talking, the talking part. That's freestyle, that's jazz. But the beginning and end of the conversations are set. We need a sort of climax, denouement, like, send-off. Something that is like, it it means like, I'm about to goodbye. I'm about to goodbye. Oh, you have been out of the Midwest for too long. Because that is, well... And when you make that noise, that's a good point. That's that's your like. Well, well sometimes there's a double leg, yeah. leg slap. Well, well the uh, issue with well, the issue with whelp though, Travis. Oh, is we that both did the we same. We just instinctively the did the well, push up on the desk yeah, chair. Like, well, well, this is our this is our sign that meetings have ended. Is yeah. if you see us start to push I've up just from our chair, I've velcroed myself from the chair, <laughs> and I'm yeah. ready to go. Whelp though is a is a that's a bump in a set before this and the spike of seat. Gonna head on out. That's the that is the payoff. I'm saying we need something that can work on its own, but also can be a preface, a prequel for goodbye. So not just like I have run out of things to say, like saying that out loud. No, I mean more like until next time. And then if you do see them later, it's sincerely, Travis McElroy, and then walking away. (laughs) What about what if we? What if you just are were able to just take a bow? Because you got through like, the conversation? You say, hello. And then the boss is like, did you do all your work today? And you're like, hell yeah, man. I worked my ass off and got in all the reports and I sold 50 dog food bowls. And then he's like, awesome. And then you bow. But this you. is an insurance company. Why did you do you that? S- <laughs> you say, I ha- sorry, that's my Etsy on the side. The The bow is sick, actually. I, I've, I'm jealous of the bow in, in cultures where bowing is more common because yeah. I feel like the bow would be a great way to signal that you are done with the conversation inaudibly. Yeah. Like if you're talking to someone, they bow to you. It's like, oh, oh, I guess we're okay. So we're okay, done. Cool. Okay. Oh, I'll bow to awesome. you. Okay. We're done. All right. I'm out. Um, hey, do you y'all know that beach season coming up? Yeah. Any day now. Beach season coming up fast, and so lots of people send in a wiki out. If it's okay, we go to the wizard's house. His beach house. His beach house. Um, There's sand everywhere. Thank you, everyone who sent this in. How to urinate in the ocean discreetly. Sometimes the closest bathroom at the beach is too far away for you to reach in time. This leaves you with little choice but to go right where you are. Beaches are public places and are often filled with people. Luckily, there are no ways to go. Luckily, there are ways. Ugh. To go about your business discreetly so that no one wouldn't suspect. This article will show you how to do that. Why? What an outrageous question, Trey. <laughs> you ever been swimming out in the ocean, surfing, carving up foam, boogie boarding, skim boarding, wakeboarding? Well, first of all, I don't go in the ocean. Um, oh. Yeah. 
our great great ancestors crawled out of the ocean so I don't have to go back in it. That's, That's the fishes and whales area. Yes. They don't come in my when whales come up on the beach, we push them back. I expect yeah. that when we go in the water, whales should push us back on the beach. Whales should be like, nope, nope, nope. No, 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 no. Oh no, they've they've oceaned themselves. Get them <laughs> no, back down there. They'll never get out. Good point. Well, you, you look There's confused. a common area. Well, I was just thinking that normally we blow them up, but Travis was thinking like if a live whale is on the beach, then we get them back. Yeah, in. if I think whales should be allowed to blow up dead people floating in the water too, if that's what you're saying. Now, that I mean, what's good cool. for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah, if you that ask me. Be, that's not what that expression means. But uh, all right, Griffin, give me give me the tips. Uh, make sure that there are no people close to you. If there are some swimmers close by, move away from them. Even if they don't see you do your, your business, they may feel the sudden warmth and become suspicious. That's yucky. Your concern shouldn't be, if my piss gets on them, they'll know. It should be, I shouldn't do that. I, I shouldn't, shouldn't do that so close to a person that my some of my pee molecules mix with the water molecules surrounding that person. It, it should also be noted, that's a lot easier when you don't know the swimmers near you. If you're there with like family and friends and suddenly you're just like, I'm gonna go 20 feet this way. It's, oh, dude, I clock it every fucking time. Yeah, I man, like it's hard to make that seem like, I just need to think about the ocean by myself for a minute over here. <laughs> I, uh, it, I, But I think that if you need to be told in an article, it would be better if you didn't piss near your dad. You, yeah. don't, you should lose the legal right to pee. Someone should be making <laughs> no. your peeing decisions for you. You have to have your own Fremen suit at that point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pee has been catered seen to um stay away hey, from guys, closest just employment suit is that anything i don't understand your culture so i'm trying to see if it's anything i don't think so but keep keep it going okay uh stay away from clumps of seaweed and other marine plants lots of fish and other sea animals live there some of them could harm you while others don't could be piss on a you. fish oh wait, i thought this was courtesy wait what about let oh, wait what are they saying let me read the next one, because Travis did get a little bit ahead here. It does say, keep an eye out for other marine animals. The further okay. away you'll go from other people, the more likely you are to come across some sea critters. Stay clear any marine life, including other fish, sharks, and jellyfish. You may hurt them, or they may hurt you. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'd I'll, say so. So they're they're basically saying, like, they're setting up a sweet spot. <laughs> they're saying, yeah. go don't stay near people, say, but don't see, go too far. Look for a whale. Look for yeah. your dad. Walk towards the whale until they're approximately equidistant. Yeah, piss right. your balls off. Piss Can your I also say if I'm a <laughs> if I'm about to piss my balls off in the ocean, my thought is yeah. not, oh, I hope I don't hurt a shark. Yeah, that's not my number. I'm not worried about hurting a jellyfish with my piss. My piss is not so toxic <laughs> that I'm worried about injuring. <laughs> Two things that I'm very scared of in the ocean. I think I think my piss could definitely rip a fish easy. But my thing, my whole thing is that the ocean is so big yeah, that yeah. when I piss in it, it's not even one percent of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not even half a percent of the ocean. I have, probably. I have a tough question for people with dongers. Um, if you are gonna go to the ocean and you're going to pee in the ocean, it seems like you are presented with two equally unpleasant op options. And one is to have your donger in the ocean, and the other one is to pee your pants. And I'm curious, which one do you guys think is better? Like, you do you take your, if like you're, like, you, in the water? Like, if you're in the water, If you're in the water, and we've gotten a distance away where no one is going to be exposed, 
Yeah. Travis looks like he's really I mean, losing. Juice, you're, no, I'm with Travis on this one. Boy, the allegiances this episode are it's shifting fun. so it's, quickly. It's, it's hard like, to first keep of track all, of. No. It's just a, que- there, it's just a question. You can't yeah. say no. Oh, oh, no, hold on. Let me. No, Justin. No, you can't do that. You can't because do what you Because why would you even introduce that as an option? Can't do You which. can't whip your you dick out in the ocean. You can't take your penis out of the ocean. A fish could see you're it. You're so far away. I'm so. I'm being so clear about this. There are no other people. For numerous Juice. reasons that have nothing to do with exposing myself to another person, I'm not going to take my dick out in the ocean. Number one, I've so just increased the your, danger. What's the number one thing pants. they tell you? What's the number one thing, Justin, that they tell you about sharks? Don't Most of the time, shark don't pee on a shark. The number one reason sharks attack human beings is they mistake them for like yeah. seals or whatever. So now I'm going to whip out a dangly bit to some other sea life, <laughs> like look at this bait wiggle around in the water. Yeah, when they when you go fishing, sometimes you use donger shaped. What? Bait. Okay, but you guys are having a lot. Okay, you guys are having a lot. A of big fun. wave comes, knocks me over my feet. I wash up the shore. Why is your dick you, out? No, you, you don't understand. I was I was pissing. You guys I was so are far having away. a lot of fun with an absolutely ridiculous. Like ridiculous hypothetical that like yeah. a shark sees your dong. What I'm yeah, okay, talking okay. about is You're what fair. I'm talking about is literally pissing your pants. So what you guys yeah. are laughing at me for is right. saying that I would maybe rather like take but a either way you're pissing imaginary your pants. Yeah, that's 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 what I want to propose to you, Justin. Walk through this with me, okay? You're in the ocean. You get so far. You get equidistant between the whale and the dad. There's no marine life nearby whatsoever, and there's no seaweed. By the way, good luck doing anything when seaweed touches your foot, yeah. other than like every synapse in your brain firing yeah. automatically. Like I uh, the kraken, no, the kraken. You are in the ocean. You have to piss. You decided to do it between between the whale and the dad, and you leave your trunks pulled up, and you let her rip. Where does the pee go? In your pants. In the in your pants, Does which it are stay in your pants, yes. Justin. Yes, yet yeah, for a good for uh, some period of time, you are pissing your pants, and your pee pee is in your pants. And okay, in the ocean, wash it away. Okay, okay, okay. but now, okay. so the pee is on the inside of the trunks, and then it kind of permeates to your body. You can feel the right. warmth of yeah, your sure. own urine press okay, your body. Now, okay. now, okay. The other half of this equation, you take it out. And you <laughs> let her rip. Where's the piss? It's in the ocean. Where's Surrounding. The piss? Where's the Justin? Where's the Justin? Diluted, immediately diluted by the fucking ocean. Your pants okay? don't create a hermetic seal it's around your skin. It's not hermetic. It's it's about dignity, Travis. It's about dignity. It's a no. So in dignity. your mind, okay, Justin, you can talk about a shark sees my dick and that's wild. You're imagining the pee's not touching your skin when you pee it in the it's water surrounding you. Pee, it's not that it's not peeing. It's dispersed in the ocean. It's immediately. I am so angry at you. Hey, right listen now. to this. Unless, unless, unless you pee in such sense. a wave that, that creates a tidal wave away from your body, it that is shoots not you backwards. Dispersed in the ocean. It's immediately diluted. In your when pants. you piss, when in you piss pants, in the ocean, in it pushes you backwards. You feel the wetness and you okay. feel the warmth. You but feel it. A, you don't yeah. feel that when you're pissing in the ocean because it's immediately diluted. Oh, so then wouldn't it be more polite to piss your pants? Oh, thank you, Travis, for thinking about there's my no feelings. one around and there's no marine life around. Uh-oh. It is not we affecting you. any other living organism. We stipulated that at the beginning. 
We tricked you. Just, what about actually, Krill? There's a scuba diver, actually. You can't you just say him. there's a scuba diver. You can't yeah. turn me you into didn't a sex see him, dude. without my... Cons- like, you can't just say well, that. Well, Justin, okay. Let me ask you this, then. Okay. Do you face the ocean or face the beach? Oh, because this guys, is this WikiHow answers every question you're putting up. Uh, the wizard gave us this wisdom, and you are okay. You're right. It sorry, does say literal. step four? Get your dick out. Okay, you're I'm right, lit- Griffin, I'm sorry. Uh, no, Travis. It does say step three. Keep your swimsuit on at all times, Justin. This is so that you do not expose yourself. Don't worry. Everything will rinse off in the water, Justin. Don't worry. For once in your life, try not to worry about this. Try not to worry about this one. Okay. I Try will, to okay. face, uh, turn to face the horizon and the incoming waves. Even if you're only knee deep in the water, you still need to keep an eye out for waves. Small waves can suddenly turn into large waves. Can you just, can't just be knee deep in the water. Can I? You can't just, just be knee deep in the water when you piss. I just want to say, tr- yeah. for the record, that I would always pee in my trunks. I did it all the time. It was just a question to have a conversation with you guys. Okay. I think Weird. Did, I think Dan made you guys hard at some point. You know what I mean? Well, they piss their pants. They piss their pants literally three times a day. If you on in on the desert planet Arrakis, if you don't piss in your pants, you're a fucking monster. Yeah. Guess what? If you don't piss your pants on Arrakis, you're gonna fucking die. Yeah. How's your you have avatar to drink world? Your piss. Yeah. Well, it does sound yeah. better than Avatar. You're right. <laughs> um. I so bet it's like water world. And... It's basically just like water world. Um, the desert planet around now. Here's yeah, the problem, the Juice. Waterworld is too wet. Okay, yeah, we can all. Agree I on that. I had the same thought when I saw Waterworld. I was like, "This is good," but I wish it was drier. Also, and then Avatar- where did all that water come from? Because if the ice caps melt, it raises the ocean like five feet or something. Okay, let's it's not. not okay. Deal. Okay. We're not, science guys. I gotta guys, hear the rest so- of this. Rest of this article. No, that was, I mean, I don't, there's not really much more to it. Just a lot of warnings about the ocean. Um, A big one here is uh, (laughs) avoid coral reefs. Yeah, Yeah, that's where Nemo lives. I'm not trying to piss on Dory. How deep do you think I'm Um, swimming out to pee? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you Um, you have, like, a, a, a hab... That you have to install to go pee in the in the deepest ocean. If you have a, a sea dew that is a diving out bell, like that you, I'm six feet. I'm five foot ten, right? So let's say three that feet. That was an interesting the, thing that just happened. There. Well, I was going to separate it three feet and three feet to be easier, but let's say three foot waist, right? Okay. Yeah. Why would I go? I'm deeper? nine feet. I'm nine feet tall, right? Um, Why would I go deeper than three feet deep in the ocean to piss? Because I'm definitely not going out up to my like neck level. There is I'm not, no, I will the, say the funny thing about that is if you go out to neck level, I think at that point you are assuring that at least people who care about you will be staring directly <laughs> yeah, at you. Yeah, worried about like, you. Also, what, is, what are they doing? Are you okay? You need help? Also, you're going to get some piss on your neck. Yeah. Brody, okay. keep it out. This, this Yahoo, no, Yahoo Answers, this WikiHow article is not answering a lot of key questions for me, which is okay. I'm out there, out to my waist. Are yep. slack in my side, standing completely still, or like at my waist, like Peter Pan, being like, "Hmm, nice." Right? What pose is going to make me less, the least conspicuous? Yeah. Can you cross-reference your research, Griffin, and see if? The, yes. If that's I mean, the covered? only, the only sort of like, uh, you know, body work that they suggest is place your feet so that they are shoulder width apart. They <laughs> usually are. I always do. 
This will help everything flow out easier. Pretend you are enjoying the nice view. This will help people from suspecting what you are up to. Now, you guys know me pretty well at this point. If you see me facing the horizon, <laughs> fucking T-posing, and standing shoulder with, with your apart, arms folded like Kazam my arms in folded front of like, your mm, chest. Not talking, not looking, not, do, not, mm, not doing. Do, is your first thought like, damn, Griffin's... Dude, Griffin's fucking plugged into the ocean's no. vibes right now. I think the move would be one hand on hip, the other, like, you're looking, you know, covering, <laughs> shading your eyes, looking at like a Bouncing sailor. And on. then when you finish, shout, ahoy! And wave yeah. real big, like you've seen a, a boat way off in the distance. And then go back and be like, yeah, that was my friend Tom. He took his skiff out today. And it sounds so sounds sa- realistic. Sick. Very convincing. And you have to be waist deep, right? Because they mentioned even if you're out to your knees, you can't, you can't. Then you just are pissing your pants. Yeah. You can. There is the option of getting into shallower water and sitting down, but that seems like a much riskier gambit. And I might piss on a crab. Might piss on a crab, exactly. Now, your friends here, my brother, my brother, and me, we can. I think one up this article a little bit and just say, if you really care about this, the only game in town is learning how to piss while still walking and moving uh, in the water. <laughs> because nobody, if they see you like trudging like through the water or treading water or like moving in any kind of like sporadic way, my first thought is not like there's pee coming out right yeah. now. Because it's, that's hard to do and it takes lots of practice. But it's worth it. To it's be able it. to do, it's worth it to feel comfortable and safe in the ocean. Do stay away from piers and jetties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always but, do. Yeah, you're gonna want to stay away from piers because that's uncomfortable. If maybe there should just be a roped off part of the ocean for p for piers to go in. It would be it would be cool if Mister Brazen is like, "That's a great pee, Griffin. You're doing a great job being. I'm glad." Okay. And then Pierce Morgan will be like, "He's right. It's a fantastic pee." Uh. Should we go my zone? Yeah, perfect. Justin? Yeah, Trev. You're a stamps collector, right? Oh, a phylacterist? Yes, I believe you could say that. No, I'm sorry. I don't want to know what you do in the bedroom. I was asking about stamps. Uh, no, uh, yes, yes, no, I don't know the right answer. Yeah, the there's bit. no right answer. I don't know why I started with this. But, you know, after the hype of the new year, we all start to settle in routines. And I, part of my routine, mailing stuff back, get a lot of requests for things, send mm-hmm. out lots of notices. Yeah. And, Justin, let me tell you, I'm, I am spending so much of my day driving each individual piece of mail to the post office and having them put the stamp on it for me because I can't figure out how to do it myself and sending it off. And I wish there was an easier way and a way that like I could save money while I was doing it and save time, but there's just no, there's nothing out there for me. You know, it's all darkness. Mm. It's oh, all... that's not true, Trav. What? That's not true because stamps.com is there for you. In what way? Well, they it's like a post office that lives in your computer. Whoa! With no wanted posters, probably. Oh, cool. Uh, they should add listen, those. Postage rates just increase again. Oh, man. But they got the best discounts in the industry over at stamps.com. Uh, and the, you can get all of it with no waiting. And I say, you hear discounts, a lot of these ones, you're like, I don't know, what am I going to say? How about this? Up to 89% off of USPS and UPS. Come on. That's almost all of it. That's like so much of it. 
Keep your mailing and shipping moving, Trav, at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Here's the deal. I'm, I'm back late. now. You can aim the Stamps commercial at me, too. Griff, Travis, sign up with promo code MYBROTHER for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code MYBROTHER. I'm getting a jump start on spring cleaning this year, going through my clothes and getting rid of some some of my less uh, savory garments. Um, it's a weird way of saying that. Just yeah, like it is. Stuff that doesn't fit or is like got holes You're in it. You're getting rid of all your slutty clothes. <laughs> <laughs> or has pizza stains on it. Um, all that's going. My sock drawer was a disaster. So I went through it and I, you know, we retired. We hung up a lot of jerseys up into the rafters. You know what made the cut? Every pair of Bombas socks that I own. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, they are resilient. They are comfortable in these cold District of Columbia days. Um, and, and hot nights. Mm. And hot nights. Thank you, Travis. I mean, I don't sleep with socks on, but if I, I sleep did, with they just would be socks on. Grody. Um, so, I mean, Bomba sucks. I'm Adrian Grody. Sleep with just socks <laughs> Adrian on. Grody. Adam Grody, stop it. Um, but did you also know that socks, tees, and underwear are the top requested clothing items in homeless shelters? Bombas is doing something about it by creating incredibly comfy essentials and donating one for each one purchased. That is uh, that is incredible, and they are going to be getting the highest quality goods uh, because, I mean, these socks, guys, the socks are just so good. The They've, socks, they're buttery. The, they're buttery socks. Bombas is one purchase equals one donated mission has helped donate over 100 million clothing items to people facing homelessness. Nice. That freaking rules. Nice. That freaking rules. And, I mean, for you, they're, they're comfort because the people at Bombas are comfort geniuses. Uh, the socks support your arches. You hear that, you're like, what? How does that work? I don't know. They hype them up. They hype them. They, the they you arches, you're amazing. Look at you. You guys are, look at you. So elegant. Yes. So sexy. Um, and they also have a, a no-hassle return policy, 100% happiness guarantee. I mean, I've never achieved that. I would like to start a company that has a 100% hassle guarantee. Oh, From that's beginning cool. to end. Yeah, the whole thing's a big pain in the patoot. And everybody, yeah. when you're like, I'd like to return these, I'm like, you good? <laughs> yeah. That's Ass Bomb, the evil twin. <laughs> every time you every time you sell a pair of socks, they take a pair of socks away from a homeless shelter. It's their Whoa. ass bomb. They're ass bomb and they're the fucking worst. But Bombus is incredibly good and is the basically only pair of socks that I own at this point. Ready to get comfy and give back? Head over to bombus.com slash my brother and use code my brother for 20% off your first purchase. Don't go to assbomb.com slash my brother and use that promo code because it'll add 20%. To your purchase price. Also, I can't imagine what that website really is. So please Uh-oh. don't go there. Let oh. me go to assbomb.com. Assbomb.com is <laughs> taking a while to load. <laughs> Some glossy JPEGs. Okay. All right. Cool. No, this is a it's just a website. It's not secure. So I'm gonna go ahead and close this tab. Don't go there. Don't go don't there. Go it's not a ride. Griffin it's went there, so you don't have f- to. It's fucking boring. There's nothing. It's not worth it. 
My name's Doug Duguay, and I'm here to talk about my podcast in the middle of the one you're listening to. It's called Valley Heat, and it's about my neighborhood, the Burbank Rancho Equestrian District, the center of the world when it comes to foosball, frisbee golf, and high-speed freeway roller skating. And there's been a Jaguar parked outside on my curb for 10 months. I have no idea who owns it. I have a feeling it's related to the drug drop that was happening in my garbage can a little over a year ago. And if this has been a boring commercial, imagine 45 minutes of it. Okay, Valley Heat, it's on every month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Check it out, but honestly, skip it. These are the Chronicles of the Rancho Equestrian District in Burbank, California. These are the events taking place in my house around my house. Hello, sleepyheads. Sleeping with Celebrities is your podcast pillow pal. We talk to remarkable people about unremarkable topics, all to help you slow down your brain and drift off to sleep. For instance, we have the remarkable Neil Gaiman. I'd always had a vague interest in live culture, food preparation. Sleeping with Celebrities, hosted by me, John Moe, on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Night-night. How about another question? Yes, please. Okay. We haven't helped anybody. My boss like asked if anyone needed a new office chair because they were ordering some for new hires, and I foolishly said yes. My previous chair had pleather coming off it in certain places, but it was functionally oh, okay, which I told him. Problem is, I thought they would be replacing the chair with the same kind we had before, but they didn't. The new chairs are terrible. They are really stiff, uncomfortable, and small. I'm very tall and plus size. I want to give it time to see if I can break it in and get used to it, but I don't want to get rid of my old chair in case I don't. Is there any way I could keep my old one without seeming weird or ungrateful? That's from downright uncomfortable in Dallas. Your desk chair is the most important piece of furniture and possibly possession that you own, or I guess in this case, use while you are at work. The, the worst is, fights I've ever seen in an office setting are about chairs. Correct. Like the yes. good chair, the bad chair. The good chair. You are, the desk chair is the picture frame for the art of your body. And Ooh, it is, Griffin. It is, if you Always don't, words. if you are not setting yourself. regular Frenchie Herbert over here. <laughs> I learned from the best. If you don't have a good frame, then the art won't shine and you'll be uncomfortable. You spent so much time in your desk chair. You should feel no, in this specific case, you should feel no qualms with saying, I do not want to sit in this chair. It sucks. And I do not want to spend 40 hours of my life every week in a bad frame. That doesn't, isn't flattering for my spinal. Curve. Yeah. I, I don't know your boss. I don't know you really. I mean, you wrote a question to ask that we have no personal connection whatsoever. I don't but- know you. Really, Trav? I mean, really? Think about it. Does anyone really, know anyone? Can you really so know anyone? Wow. Does anyone really know what time it is? Um, it's nine fifty. <laughs> it's nine fifty six. Um, but I will say that if the boss has the opportunity to return the chair and get money back, they're not going to see it as ingratitude. And two, if you're like, I'll be more productive and make you more money with my other chair, they'll be like, Cool, man. I could not care less what chair you sit in yeah I don't as think long as care. like I, I don't think that this is a i understand the thing of like oh no i asked for it and now i don't like it but mm. like mm. i think that it's you know what now that i've tried it out 
I just don't think it works for me, and I think I'll be more productive in my old chair. Oh, but Trav, even back. saying that though, you hear it right. Like I'm, I was getting annoyed with you, and you didn't even do it. You know what I mean? Like you, why? Yeah, but your boss isn't your friend. Why do I care if I annoy you? Uh, that's a good point. Your boss's job is to be annoyed by you. Why else yeah. are they there? <laughs> that's it's their fine. problem. Who cares? Their their problem is to make sure you have a great chair. That's not your problem. Yeah. Their job yeah. is to make sure you're able to do your job the best way possible to facilitate your working experience, not the other way around. Your boss is there to manage your experience. You don't have to manage your boss's experience. They get paid more money to make sure you're happy. That's what it should fucking be. Yeah. Yeah, we're starting yeah, a man. revolution here on this podcast. Yeah, a chair-based work consciousness. I'm the saying problem, the problem with that is though I cannot it can't be like I believe that everybody is, should share equally and I believe that everybody should take care of each other and that breaks down for me when it comes to the office chair because I don't believe I just want that for myself you know what I mean like the good chair I just want for me and I don't actually want to share share it with well people. then this is my point Justin if there's one good chair you know who's failing the system the boss get the boss all good chairs. More chairs. All the chairs. Why is there back. only one good chair in this fucking That's, office? Roll that back in their their office and say, "Hey, this chair. Stinks. This chair sucks, dude. <laughs> try ride. Try, try riding this Bronco for a day. Try that out, man. It's stiff. It's too small. What are you doing? We just hired new people. They're gonna come in and be like, I don't want to work at that place. The chairs suck. What are you doing? Yeah." Go over to Twitter where they're selling off all their possessions because they're failing so bad. Oh, and dog, get you some get broken some, in chairs. Get some nice chairs. <laughs> these have been about the window. These have been pre-musked, and they are nice. The savings are out of sight. Get those broken in Twitter chairs at a discount. I think that my office chair might be the most expensive piece of furniture that I that I. I think it may be the most I've spent. Well, that's probably not true. We, there's probably a couple couches or something that I've clocked in, but man, it's close. It is the one thing that when it's time to get, when I bust up one of these bad boys with my Heiner after podcasting eight hours a day, three days a week, man, I don't, I don't, I don't skimp. I treat it nicely. I don't buy new clothes for myself, really, but I got to make sure that my duff is catered. Well, too, if you're, if you're, this is the thing, sure. right? If you spend, uh, there are certain items that are going to reward you spending a little bit more on them, right? Some things yes. don't pay off, sometimes do. If you spend less on a chair, it's just going to break down earlier. A yeah. good chair yes. lasts your lifetime. This isn't a comedy podcast anymore. No. I'm saying this is Jim. about conscious consumption. And let me yeah. tell you here it's cheaper to be rich than it is broke. You buy a $200 pair of boots last year, whole life versus a $40 pair of boots that you have to replace every six months. Conscious consumption. Yep. Mm. I'm going to mm. come at it from a different way, sort of Jimmy Kramer sort of zone, which is Yeah, to say, he always knows what to say. Which is to say, this is a sound investment. Don't buy stocks. Buy chairs. Buy chairs. Buy, buy stock in chairs. To buy, get more money. buy high, buy low, sell high. Uh -oh. I say buy a chair that can do both. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it can go high and buy low. Buy chair, sell chair. That's what I say. And they're like, get out of here. Why get are you screaming, buy chair, sell chair? <laughs> and over again. Go the into New the York office. Stock exchange. Give me three chairs with three chairs. What? What does that mean? Shares and chairs. Shares and chairs. Please break, leave. Break into the office in the middle of the night. Sell all of the chairs. Uh -huh. Use them to buy a fancy chair. One chair? One and leave it at your desk. 
Next day, you come in. There's been a burglary, and <laughs> one Herman Miller gold plated <laughs> chair. There's wow, guys, shit. These are the weirdest bandits ever. Uh, is it's like a trade up and Santa it's chained to my desk. What were Whoa, they that's thinking? Weird. It is welded to the floor, and oh, so's wow. my desk and my name tag to the desk. So Band- I can- curse you, comfy chair bandits. Damn it, <laughs> again. Anyways, I'll be over on my futon doing some work, guys. Yes. I want to munch. Squad. I want to munch. Squad. Away from you. Welcome to Munch Squad. It's a podcast on the podcast. How long do I have? I got us oh several God. minutes. It's, How long do you need? It's le- I need a lot. There's a lot going on because we have the problem is we have the big game and we have Valentine's oh, Day and we yeah. have to cover yeah. both of those topics at once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we have a lot going on and I just need to try to get through it. Um, first up, uh, let's talk about Valentine's Day. Um, Pizza Goodbye Hut has launched Goodbye Pies to help with Valentine's Day breakups. Oh, spicy news delivered sweetly. Oh. Pizza Hut announces a new Valentine's Day offering goodbye pies with the launch of its new sweet yet spicy hot honey pizza. There's a misconception oh. that breakups don't happen around Valentine's Day, but research shows it's actually a holiday centered around the most heartbreak, with 47% of people agreeing it's better to do the deed right before the holiday itself. Wait. There's even a phenomenon called Red Tuesday, which is the Tuesday before Valentine's Day where people break up most often in the year. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Doesn't that mean... That the breakups aren't happening on Valentine's Day? They're happening, well, in the season. I mean, a lot of people break up right before, but Who yes. Who the fuck was sitting there thinking, I bet nobody breaks up during the season of Valentine's Day? That's why starting this Red Tuesday, Val- February 6th through Valentine's Day, Pizza Hut is launching a new limited edition hot honey goodbye pies to help deliver spicy news in a sweet way for free. By sending a goodbye pie, Pizza Hut will help you break up with your significant other by delivering a personalized, simple message on custom packaging with a sweet and spicy hot honey pizza to ease the pain. I I always hated doing a breakup. Yeah. Um, when When I was, you know, in the dating scene 100 years ago. And so if I did have a pizza based option, um, that would be, you know, not maybe co- like polite or cordial, but all, but you do get a pizza at the end of it. Like, not, I feel like I was pretty tender most of the time that I did a breakup, but they never got a pizza out of the deal. That's so not true. It's this, a good. They are a, onto something. It is. It is nice. Um, Can I talk about this? The design yeah, of the, the box, Justin. Yeah, please, Jeff. Here, I'm please scroll to back up. It. Thank you. There we go. So the box has some detailed line work in the corners. It's beautiful. And it says- It's a beautiful pizza box. It's a beautiful pizza box as pizza boxes go. And I would like to say Pizza Hut is my favorite delivery pizza. It says here- You say that for free? I say that for free. Goodbye pie with a heart-shaped pizza broken in half. And then at the bottom it says, with love, and then a space for, I guess, your name. Yeah, Yeah, there's no one's name- that makes sense there. Yes. <laughs> like, there's just no one's name that putting it there makes any damn sense. No, there should there, there should be four there should be room for a, a paragraph on the box cuz I assume there's not a note inside that's like to what? be explicitly clear Amelia. 
This we, is the. I am terminating our relationship effective immediately. Because here's <laughs> the thing: if this was delivered to you, and you're like, "Goodbye, pie, heartbreak with love." Oh, okay, cool. Oh, okay. That that muddies the waters quite a bit, doesn't it? What what shape is the pizza in? What shape is the pizza in? Regular, regular pizza shape. It's not a heart shape. No, it's not a heart shape. Regular. Okay. They don't want it to be any more romantic than it is. They want it to be less than romantic. Okay. Hey, you know who doesn't get paid enough to bring pies like this to people who are about to have their lives torn asunder? Anyone. These people that, that deliver uh, pizzas for Pizza Hut should not have to do this. This is yeah. not cool <laughs> to do Wait, I didn't order this pizza. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, know. I know. What does this mean? I don't gotta go. But if I you want to tip me, <laughs> that would be great. You're crying. Okay. I, yeah. This this could solve another problem from this episode, which is that if you do see someone at the office after you've said goodbye to them and you see them again, they have to give you a whole pizza. Oh, ah, you owe me a goodbye pie. Uh, so that is the goodbye pie. You can do that for someone if you, you hate so them. choose. If you don't mm-hmm. like them and you don't enjoy them. Uh, that was Goodbye Pie was the original name of uh, the Sweeney Todd musical. Not yeah, a lot of people did and that. the Dixie Chicks too. He said, "Time for old Sweeney to give him the goodbye pie." And he, he uh, did you call him Swingy? Old Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Todd. That was Spider Man's original name. Uh, real Here quick. comes Swingy Todd, fighting want, bad guys and making webs. I just wanted to. Uh, share this this uh, this other one. This is not that much to talk about here, but it is just seeing it is bracing. So, if, if Griff, if you could read the headline for me. Sure. Um, the headline is Burger King holds contest <laughs> to see who can make the best Whopper. I mean, I you mean, hope it's Burger King. <laughs> you would certainly hope so, but they are really... They are really putting it all on the fucking line here because there's some folks who haven't tried to make a Whopper that might do a pretty good job with it. I think five guys could probably make an all right Whopper if they put their minds to um, it. Ca- calling all Flame Girl fanatics, culinary creators, and AI aficionados. What? Burger, what the you fuck? Heard, Wait, you what? Me. You heard me. Hey, robots, <laughs> make me a burger. Starting today, guests can let their imaginations run wild and enter the Million Dollar Whopper contest by submitting their ingredients for their dream Whopper sandwich for a chance to win a $1, uh, $1 million prize and seeing wow. their creations sold in restaurants nationwide for a limited time. The Flame Grilled Whopper currently offers more than 200,000 possible customized compositions. Uh, combinations, but if you've ever wanted to top the flavorful burger with savory sensations or sweet and sour showstoppers, maybe they're trying to stop me by making it hard for me to read because they know my struggles with uh, with connecting my alliteration. Brain. Yes, yeah. since its debut in 1957, the Whoppers it, yada yada yada. So you can create your dream Whopper. Uh-huh. You submit your Whopper creation to through your Royal Perks account. Okay. Uh, you can follow the prompts to submit your Whopper sandwich concept, which can feature up to eight toppings. After submitting your million dollar Whopper idea contest entry with the power of artificial intelligence, then it says okay. here AI, oh. they'll receive a preview AI version of their flame grilled creation to which they can then add personalized AI generated jingle and a thematic background. What? So people are just very excited to put AI in, in everything. some shit. The just level of investment, I'm sure that all that took, I don't know, man. What is this? What? It, 
Oh, Burger King, I, you've lost the plot. Speaking of AI, this dovetailed for me, and I did want to share it with you guys. I this is, and I didn't even get the count for this because I think this is the first one of the Munch Squad press releases that I would swear on a stack of Bibles was indeed. I know we've joked about it. Was absolutely written by an artificial intelligence with no human oversight. Duck Donuts Big Game Box arrives just in time. Duck Donuts Big Game Box is a must-have snack for all big game watch parties. That's the first sentence. Cool. New to the starting lineup are two toppings making their rookie debut. Crushed ruffled potato chips and crunchy pretzels. As avid sports fans gear up for the seemingly most anticipated game of the season, Duck Donuts is elevating the game day snacking experience with this innovative twist on their signature donuts. Okay. Here's a quote. Innovation is at the core of Duck Donuts, and we are thrilled to unveil our latest creation for sweet and salty goers. Beep, boop, bop, boop, Sweet beep. and salty goers. Sweet and salty goers is what it says. This unexpected added crunch to our signature donuts is a delicious twist on a classic snack designed to surprise and delight your guests for the big game, elevating the game day experience to new heights. <gasps> what? It's just, I mean, what what are you trying to communicate? You put chips on a donut. And so that people can reach Nirvana. Right. Duck Donuts so they specializes in warm, delicious, and made-to-order donuts. Upon entering the store, customers are welcomed with the aroma of warm, light, vanilla cake donuts. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. Good. It what has walls and windows. Windows. Yeah. It's consumable. People for work there. Energy. <laughs> Four humans are in the building. Uh, so there's a lot going on. That was that was the big game day, which brands continue to be absolutely incapable of. Can I just, can I just say, Duck Donuts, don't go changing trying to please me. Yeah. I love you just the way you are, my friend. You you are doing some good work down there. Uh, I also, shout out to Whataburger, who has a press release that reads, Whataburger prepares for Super Bowl with What a Wings Party Pack. Wow. Saying the quiet part out loud. <laughs> what a burger. I don't think we're supposed to say Super Bowl. Prayer prayers oh, for wow. Prayers is up there... for Whataburger. Uh I don't think anybody's supposed to ever say Super Bowl. Is it is, does Whataburger also have a press release that says Whataburger made a kick ass whopper and now we're gonna come for the crown, baby? <laughs> now you Bur- have to sell the Whataburger at <laughs> Burger King. Whataburger Whataburger commits regicide as they make the world's most kick-ass whopper. What if the what if the million dollar whopper is a whopper that is just the closest approximation to a Big Mac? <laughs> they have to sell it. Like, yeah, yeah I don't know. Shit. It's the best. I we tried. It's just eight buns. It's yeah. just a tower of eight buns. Hey, sandwiched thank- between two buns. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. It's really nice of you. Yeah, we are uh, very kind. Uh, you're You're so kind act. Thank you so we much. We owe you one. Send yeah. us a link to your podcast. I guess we'll listen to an episode of that. No, please don't tell people please to do that, don't. Griffin. Please don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you haven't yet, go check out uh, the stuff we got over at the merch store for February. It's really amazing. And 10% of all proceeds this month will go to the Marsha B. Johnson Institute. And we also have the Candle Nights 2023 video on demand available for pay what you want. And all proceeds for that go to Harmony House. 
Uh, thank you to everybody who came out to the Sketchfest show. It was so fun. It was so great. Really appreciate it. Uh, anything else? No. Okay. No. I mean, except for thanking Montaigne for these for our theme song, My Life is Better With You. Um, snubbed at the Oscars. Snubbed. He owed about that. Um, but, uh, I mean, the Grammy of, of my heart goes to My Life is Better With You by Montaigne. I just yawned, but it sounded like I was crying through that. A it really bit. did. I'm beautiful. a little emotional, but not that, not that, not like that much. Uh, we have a wish for Fungalor to elevate. Look okay. it up. Who reads these? Do we have like a, a reader? I think if the spirit doesn't... moves you, who wants to read this one? Mm. I'll read it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You guys hum? I wish there were more candy shaped like vegetables. Why is it only beans? And that's from Jelly Bean Fan. Candy My name is Justin McElroy. Fuck, Griffin, you're right. I'm Travis. I'm Travis McElroy. Justin McElroy. Cabbage. Patch Kids. I'm Griffin McElroy. They're not cabbage. You don't (laughs) eat cabbage patch kids. (laughs) This is my brother. My brother me kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.